this is uh, Victoria and Karen. Hello. And kind of rich and kind of gypsy. And uh, this is our Facebook Live. I'm trying to set it for uh, going live in uh, on Dream Dog's page, but I'm trying to do it on my phone too. And there are problems. And I don't know how to fix those problems. So the choices were go inside where we got new dogs and then they're a little barky and it's still a little chaotic from the school this weekend mm -hmm. or do it outside on my phone and do it to my personal page so that's what we're doing so hopefully you can find us um that's what we're gonna talk about tonight is our service dog trainer school uh we just finished today is tuesday i'm um, karen came out on thursday yeah. we've been roomies <laughs> uh and her and barry came out and we did we were setting up <clears throat> we've been setting up getting ready uh we had 30 of our closest friends from all over the country come out for service dog trainer school. How to train your service dog the Nipopo way here at the ranch, which was awesome. So we were Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Today's Tuesday, so we're kind of in the, the coma of... Uh, uh, we were still in the process of cleaning up and, and trying new things before, you know, life has to go back to how it usually is, which isn't always fun. Um, but we wanted to talk about our school, what we did, um, why we did it, how we did it, what we did, a little bit. Um, and I want to show, show you first, start by showing you, this is our carport area. This is where the magic happened. So when I say we were, that was rich, when it's carport, so it's concrete hanging out in the dirt, guys. I mean, we did. And then here's our second carport. So we, we've got a gypsy with, you know dirt on her because yay fun mm -hmm. and you know we just we did it outside we um workshop it was a three-day workshop i want to say mm -hmm. and we had uh, 10 to 12 people i want to say and we did it in the house and i don't have to want to say that i know that we did it in the house in the living room so we figured you know if we get 10 to 12 people that'll be an awesome turnout we could do it in the living room well we publicized it six months out uh we it's february right we announced it back in august mm -hmm. and within i want to say a month i want to say a lot of things today i'm going to say a lot of things today too uh, within a month we had we had reached that number so what do we do do we stop registration um rich wanted to open up a second school but the thing is organizing everything you know clearing out our schedule getting karen out here you know and the toll that it takes on us we can't do one every weekend, you know, we needed to decide what we wanted to do. So as we're talking about it, we figured that instead of doing it in the house or trying to find another location, we would just move it out here. And as we looked at it and the, you know, the, um, what's the name for what I'm thinking of? The d dynamics, the yeah. dilemmics, the whatever, you know, word yeah. I'm trying to say, um, you know, it would work. And it did. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> counted about how many chairs would fit in the space um, and how much space we would need for a working area. Um, we knew the temperature would be somewhat decent. decent. It's Florida in February. That's yeah. why we chose it. And um, we knew bug level for Florida would be the best time of year. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So an outside event. Um, is doable. Is it's doable. not like we're doing it in June outside. Yeah, it's and that, be fun. just a few weeks ago, um, I went to another outside event here in Florida, just 45 minutes away, um, the Pat Stewart workshop. So it was doable there. And so we, we had more confidence that 
we would doing be doable. The, we're going the right direction. Right? So, yeah, we ended up with 30 people from our initial 10 to 12. We ended up with 30 people. And I had to close registration a month ago. Not only did I close registration a month ago, um, I was turning people away from it as well because we figured 30, well, it was going to be 25 was going to be a good cap because it was about double our original number. Yeah. And it ended up being 30 people that we allowed in. And that wasn't counting the support staff. You got it. <laughs> and, and yeah, it worked great. One of the things that we did ahead of time is uh, we got the carport totally cleared on as you set up <clears throat> stations and then rotate through the stations when we're training our dogs and client dogs and we do private sessions uh, and see how long that lasts. Uh, hopefully for a good long time because it's really nice to be able to be out here, especially with this weather. Uh, one thing we did was got porta potties. We had two porta potties here so people don't have to go traipsing through my house every time they have to pee. That was an interesting uh, research project. Yeah, Karen was in charge of porta potties. She did a very good job. Uh, and we have, because we have water, we're on over five acres here, and because we have water pumped everywhere, on, piped everywhere on the property and pumped, uh, we set the porta potties up right by a hose. So you could just, well, not even a hose, a spigot, so you could turn it on, you could wash your hands. So we had soap there. We had, instead of doing paper towels, we did uh, hand towels. So then we just washed and dried them every night because we try to help with the environment however we can. Mm -hmm. uh, we had our goats, and we have 11 babies. Well, we had 11 babies on the ground. Uh, and it worked out really cute. Everyone got to go down if they wanted to and visit with the goats, but no dogs down with the goats because that's just too much of a temptation and too stressful with all the babies. Uh, but people went down there. They got to see goats for the first time. They got to play with them. They got to, you know, chase them. Hold them. <laughs> hold them, get pictures, selfies with goats. Um, some of them did selfies with the cows. Um, we've got our three cows. Well, cow and two steers. Um, we had our chickens. So, you know, they were part of it. We were teaching, and our guinea hen decides to run you know down the fence line right beside us screaming Just at the top of his lungs to do her spiel of uh what we should or shouldn't do right <laughs> what about service guineas service guineas service guineas, service guineas. <laughs> um but yeah so it worked out really well we had everything planned out we had food planned out how we did food is some workshops some schools some seminars they don't cover food while we were going to because for us it's about 15 minutes or so to get to fast food so people would have to bring their own food. And whenever you're trying to work out getting out here and the logistics of everything, being responsible for your own food is just another kick in the pants you don't need. Nice. So because we have here, we had been hoarding eggs. We usually give eggs away to clients all the time. We'd been hoarding eggs for about a month. And we had four dozen eggs a day. The first day we did five dozen eggs. But we had put aside four dozen eggs every day. It's about 10 a day. Yeah, we get about 10 out of day. Yeah, that, you know, laid. So he says it wasn't a month. It was a month. Um, because we still ate them. We weren't like not, but we weren't as free giving them out to people. Uh, we did eggs um, every day. We did, uh, we had bread or croissants or muffins, um, rolls every every morning. We had fruit. fresh fruit. Mm -hmm. um, we had coffee. We had water. We tea. did not do, yeah, we did tea, but we didn't do soda pop. Hot chocolate, tea, coffee. I think they used up all the hot water. chocolate. Yeah, they drink all <laughs> your hot chocolate. <laughs> Which is nice whenever it's cold and, you know. The first two days, unfortunately, were a bit colder than we what we expected. Um, it only, was 50 degrees, guys. 40, 48 the 48. first day. Can you believe and, that? Yeah, 48. It or was the cold. second day or something like that. One yeah. of those days. Close to 50, just not much above 50 if it got to 50. Right. So... Yeah, um, no, it was cold, and so we're all huddling underneath blankets, and, 
you know, Rich and Barry were scouring the house for different blankets and throws and... and Brought out blankets, everybody... Yep, uh, cuddled. Usually, like, cuddled. Yeah. Um, Corey and Hannah Laura went in town to Walmart during lunch that day and got hand warmers for everybody. Other people went and bought new blankets because they needed more. Uh, you know, one girl was here in t-shirt and shorts yeah. or leggings or something, you know, but we're all like, how can you not be freezing? Uh, but yeah, so, so we had, we, we dealt with the weather, you mm-hmm. know, the first day was super cold. The second day was super cold. The next day was really nice. And then the last day was a wee bit on the warm side, Yeah, but Back it worked. to normal Florida, yeah. mid eighties. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it, it worked. And then we had planned on using the bigger carport for us to sit in and the smaller carport, we were going to split the groups up into about five to seven people per group. So we could work. All dogs in one hour could have one chance of working for 10 minutes because that's about all a dog can handle is about 10 minutes of work. But what we found real quickly was because it was so nice and because our property is pretty amazing, we were able to spread out and get all the dogs working at the same time, which never happens at a school like that, especially in the beginning. Now, we had said no aggressive dogs, so that made it easier because we didn't have that dynamic to deal with. Mm -hmm. But to be able to spread out over you know a big area if they had questions they'd come up to karen they'd come up to me uh you know they could work with each other they could see what each other's doing they could work a bit and then instead of doing 10 minutes and switch 10 minutes and switch we could put aside a chunk of say 30 minutes or so and kind of let them do it like they'll stand around they'll wait to get on some of the different equipment that we had you know we don't have 30 boxes for everybody to try box work at the same time Instead, you know, you wait for somebody to be done and, and you go in. But that was the only time we had to was that first day when we were introducing the box mm-hmm. um, that we had to take turns doing it. Everything yeah. else we were able to spread out, which we yeah. wouldn't have if we were in, you know, a training center or right. something. Right. Because it would have been too many dogs to, at, too close to each other. Yeah. We had, uh, she has a hay barn area <laughs> where uh, the kennels were set up for the dogs um, and they see it was protected from wind and the dogs seemed fairly comfortable there um some some of the owners kept dogs in in kennels in their cars uh, which trust yeah. me those first two days the dogs yeah. were much more comfortable being in the car yeah. owners would go out and start it up and warm it up for them yeah. but they just cuddled down and slept yeah. which was nice yeah. because having a dog out even holsties on place right now gypsies under me they're still working and, and it's very stressful for them to be working like this. Um, it's mentally exhausting for the owners. It's mentally exhausting for the dogs. So giving them that time out, that break in the car, that break in, in the crate, that break as much as possible. You might think, well, Holstein's doing nothing. He's just lying there on a bed. But it is working for service dogs. So we wanted to let them rest because I know how mentally tiring it's going to be. It can't be half a day of work each day for the dogs. Right. You know, we had to have our talk time and then for them to know what we're doing. Yeah. They work their dogs. We talk about it. Talk time. Work work the dogs. Yeah. Uh, lunches. We've done we've done workshops for years and seminars. Um, you know, we've hosted people coming in, and it's one thing being the speaker. It's another thing being the host, and it's another whenever you're doing everything, which is where, as Karen had mentioned, the support staff comes in. This wasn't a Vicky workshop or a Vicky and Rich workshop. This was a Dream Dogs workshop, and all of Dream Dogs and support staff. So we had um, Karen and I taught. Uh, Rich, because he hasn't done silver yet, um, he was there to lend a hand as needed for everything. He didn't want to be a teacher. He wanted to learn. He wanted to sit here. He'll teach next time. Um, But he was also good at dealing with crises. Uh, For example, what do we do whenever the gas goes out on the stove? Mm -hmm. Him and Barry loaded the tank up and went into town and filled it up. 
uh, oh, the goats needed hay. It was an emergency because they were, and they got hay for the goat and rolled it down to them. Uh, oh, Lori's mom, or Lori, Larissa's mom, was coming out to do food for us, and we had planned the menu, and I'll discuss that in a second. Uh, Larissa wasn't doing well. Uh, and so she came the first two days. She couldn't come the last two days. So Rich and, and Barry and Teresa and Luke all filled in in the kitchen mm -hmm. and were able to Did do it. Awesome right. So we had planned the menu ahead of time using, again, remember we used the chickens, the eggs from our chickens. We used the beef from our cows. So mm -hmm. instead of buying, you know, $5 Little Caesars pizza, which we could have done, they could have gone in and got, you know, 10 pizzas every day for people. But I think that would have gotten boring pretty quickly. Or donuts and coffee. Donuts or, and yeah. coffee, you know, Subway. You know, it doesn't do good for your mind to think that way. So instead, what we have? We had, um, we did uh, roast beef. We had seven of our the beef roasts from our Angus. So we're not going cheap with this, guys. Seven of the, our Angus beef roasts, and we baked them. Uh, the first day, and then we added barbecue sauce. So we had barbecue, barbecue beef sandwiches, sandwiches. Um, potato salad, coleslaw. We had macaroni salad. We had potato chips. We had vegetables. We had fruit cut up. Mm -hmm. We tried to keep it healthy. I'll eat them. We didn't. We were good. We were pretty good. Um, yeah. So so we had that. That was the first day. Second day we did. Big hit. That was fantastic. Yeah. I want taco bar again. But, um, the first day was a big hit too. Oh yeah. But yeah. the t taco bar was still a big hit everybody said do the same menu they love the keep food. the menu keep don't the change menu. it they um the first day i think most people had the breakfast uh at their places that they came from they didn't expect to have a good breakfast so yeah, donuts and yeah, carbs and yeah. sugar and bleh. so the egg bake and the egg bake was a little bit late coming out on the first day um but each day that Everybody ate more and more of the egg bake, and they, and as they discovered, oh, this is really good. So, um, so the breakfast, we had a lot of participation in the breakfast as as they discovered it was a real healthy breakfast, and uh, the lunch, yeah. So the third day we had chili, um, and. Uh, uh, well, we didn't say about oh, the so taco, taco bar. We also had refried beans. So this was big. So yeah. Karen is Spanish, right? So she yeah. can make good refried yeah. beans. And uh, and we had dried pinto beans. And we had four pounds of dried pinto beans that we got on Thursday. I want to say Thursday morning. Started soaking them on Thursday. So Thursday they started soaking. On Saturday, uh, Lori's like, these beans are not going to be ready in time. This is like 8 o'clock and you want to eat at noon and these beans are not going to be ready. And Karen comes to the rescue the magic with... magic of Instapot. Her Instapot, right? Pressure cooker will cook them. Yeah. So um, her recipe for it. And you know how you get canned refried beans and they're kind of disgusting? Um, these were the best. They were better than any Mexican restaurant I've ever been to. I told her I need that recipe for it. We're already making plans for me to come to her house and, and participate in her cooking school. <laughs> Um, because you know, you want, you want to serve good things. We could have bought cans like six or seven or eight cans of refried beans and heated those up. This yeah. was so much better. So we had refried beans. We had the taco meat. Mm -hmm. uh, we had taco shells, hard shells and gluten-free hard shells. Yeah. And we had chips, um, tortilla chips, which were also gluten-free. Yeah. So we could use those. Rich made homemade salsa. Oh, that was a big hit too. Right, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, we had sour cream and shredded cheese. We had sliced jalapenos, mm -hmm. uh, the the refried beans. Yeah. The it was just it was amazing. It was like amazing. you ended up with a plate that was just heaping full of nachos, and and it was yeah. super good. And then again, we had the veg and and we had um, hummus with hummus, roasted red yeah. pepper. We had a couple other couple type of different dips. dips. Yeah. 
Uh, we had ranch dressing. We had salad every day with, with yeah. dressings if people wanted those. Yeah. I think we could have done without the salads. But people like salads. <laughs> yeah. We also had shredded um, lettuce for on top of the tacos. There was something for everybody. There was, yeah. yeah. And then uh, one of the girls can't eat dairy. Well, we had put cheese in milk and the eggs and the egg bake so we made up her we just whisked up a couple eggs in a a baking dish and we just we put that in too because we're not going to sit and and fry everything up in the on top of the stove i'm not doing that in the morning but yeah. we got up an hour beforehand yeah. and we we got the you know two dozen eggs cracked some cheese yeah. a, a little bit of lard because it's with tallow yeah right tallow from my cow yeah. um you know from my bull there so we had that for it, and, and then one of them was the, just the cheese, and then the other one was veggies. So we did mushrooms, we did... Um, Roasted red peppers, we did broccoli. Broccoli, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. and then yeah. a combination. Yeah. So we were able to do that, and, uh, and then we did... What was the third day? Chili. Chili the third day. So we had some leftover pinto beans that we mm -hmm. hadn't refried yet. Right. And so we added those in. We added some cans in. We added some of the leftover barbecue, barbecue beef, beef because we didn't barbecue the beef. We just had the beef and then added the barbecue sauce on top right. of it. And more ground beef and... Yeah. Yep, some ground and beef. Spices yep. Yeah. It was Turned fantastic. Well. It yeah. was the best. It was really good was chili. Hardly any left. There was hardly anything left of that. Yeah. After, and, and that was two big Instapots full of that. Right? Yeah so, yeah. so that was, and we had rice with that, uh, white rice and brown rice. Um, uh, we had uh, chips, of course, still available. Um, chips, salad, the toppings. cream, cheese, including jalapenos. Do you put you ketchup want. on your chili? No, but somebody did. But somebody we did, and we had, chip, we had ketchup, you right? Know, we so. had onions and we had tomatoes, to, you know, to put yeah. on top, uh, more jalapenos. Um, cheese, uh, sour cream. Uh, we had made for us because they had been eating buns yeah. the whole time. Oh, yeah. So we made gluten-free gluten honey cornbread. Honey cornbread. It was And awesome. we added uh, onions and peppers onions. and mushrooms yeah. to it. Yes, we did. And So we, we awesome. got to have that. Yeah, that was super. Yeah. And everyone's like, where's the cornbread? And I'm like, nope, you guys got your buns. This is our cornbread. <laughs> uh, you know, just because we, we're not going to buy, what, a half a dozen boxes of cornbread mix and do yeah. all that. You know, like just yeah. use the buns. Whenever we were growing up, homemade chili was always a good thing. Yeah. And my mom would do homemade bread and mashed potatoes. Mm. Ooh, homemade bread with, oh, uh, yeah. whenever I could eat gluten, my Achilles heel right there. Uh, and pizza crusts. Well, but we'll come up yeah, with good. We'll come with good homemade bread. Right. Yeah, and then that nice. night we went out to uh, Mexican. On Sunday night, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. we went out to a Mexican restaurant. There was around 25 of us who went. There were about 13 dogs in the room at the Mexican yeah, restaurant. All service dogs, dogs underneath the table or service dogs in training underneath the table. Not a peep, not a jostle, not a get away from me. They were perfect. So after yeah. that, we went to Brownwood yeah. and we did CGC testing. Yeah. Because uh, some of them were asking for canine good citizen testing. Now, here's the best part. Are you ready? Some of them had said ahead of time they wanted CGC testing, and some of them were like, what's a CGC test? So we got a whole bunch of people who wanted them. We got a whole bunch of forms together for CGC testing, and a whole bunch of us were already CGC evaluators. It's not me, Rich, and Karen, and, and Teresa who had to do it all. It's a bunch of other trainers Yeah, a whole well. bunch of others. So what we told them is I usually charge, this is the truth, I usually charge $25 for my CGC test. But, you know, we do it, you know, because of the, the school going on for 20. Mm -hmm. But it's a donation to Hope and Honor Care. Who tests you? If you test from somebody else, but you're here, 
it's a twenty dollar donation to Hope, yeah. and uh, and it works. So we raised with with our privates today. We raised over a thousand dollars for Hope Service Dogs yeah. this week. Yeah, how cool is that? We did um, the CGCs. We just blatantly asked for donations at every turn we got. Uh, the privates went towards it, yeah. and the um, the leash sales. So one yeah. of our clients makes leashes. So we have a hands free biothane leash design that we had come up with mm -hmm. and she had made up some she has her dogs boarding with us this week and what we asked for is instead of payment can we put that as a credit towards you know my price on leashes so that we can sell them and then we had them that people could go home with and save on shipping now if you're interested i will have the link it will be up on the hope website when i get a chance to work on the hope website uh and it will it will go to benefit hope Okay, and you can choose whatever color you want to choose. Um, there's a standard and then there's a mini design. Uh, but yeah, we sold a whole bunch of those. I, we tried counting, but my brain's still a little mushy. Yeah. Uh, so between the, the leashes and the CGCs and the privates and the blatant pimping out, asking for money for hope and people just, you know, donating money while we were standing there, over $1,000 raised uh, for hope in the weekend. So, and then we have t-shirt, hopefully we'll get some t-shirt sales. Yeah, a number of people said they were going to buy t-shirts. Um, we I had a couple people there, myself and... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Starts here. You want to spin? In the back of it. Right? <laughs> Hope service starts. If it's backwards in there, I apologize. But, you know, yay, phone. Yeah. Um, Facebook Lives. Uh, so we did that. Now here's the fun part, because you guys know how much I overshare on here. Um, at Brownwood, I got so sick. I was sicker than a dog. Yeah. And um, so that means I still had a day to teach. This was Sunday night. And we had eaten here the whole time. And eating here, there was no problem with the food or with my reaction to it. But I don't know if it was a gluten cross-contamination. We don't know if it was a FODMAP. Uh, you know, having some pineapple avocado. guacamole with the avocado in it. Yeah. But so. it came on so sudden and so terrible. I never want to eat out again. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm never going to that restaurant again because we had asked when we ordered, because Karen and I split, we got chorizo and queso. We got the salsa and chips because um, they have really good salsa. Uh, we had a top chose, which was plantain instead of nachos with some stuff on top. And then um, the pineapple guacamole. But I, I wanted to go into the hospital. It was bad. Yeah, it was very bad. Um, and yeah, wasn't fun. So she's gonna stay away from avocados and unfortunately uh, and stay away from that particular restaurant for little, for for now and uh, and see and try Mexican somewhere else, but stay away from avocados and see if you'll she's, just have to share some good recipes with me. Yeah, for Spain. Yeah. And she's probably she's still I'm not still, recovered no, from that. So. No, so I had to teach to the next day. Yeah. And, you know, we come home and, you know, I just went right to bed. I was, I took a shower quickly, but I was just done. Um, and so yesterday, you know, it's been slow. So what have we been doing? I've been hydrating with my water, my electrolyte powders. My nurse, Karen here has been keeping a close eye on me and making sure everything's been good. Um, it's, it was me sitting like, these chairs are really uncomfortable. I'm so glad I had my yeah. wheelchair. Yeah. We brought, Rich brought it out every day. Rich and Barry brought it out. And then one of them would put it away at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. But it's a nice soft park it there and leave it there yeah it would be nice to have it there because it is so comfortable yeah. um you know it, my butt didn't get numb the entire time that i was sitting on it talking yeah uh but we were able to cover so much information so yeah so we did the last day we had sloppy joes 
and the macaroni salad, potato salad, coleslaw, salad, um, baked beans again. Yeah. Uh, it was super. And But yeah, everyone loved the menu. They were floored that we offered such a good menu. Yeah. Uh, and my recipes went like this, you know, brown ground beef, add onion, you know, salt, pepper, garlic, mm -hmm. you know, cumin, whatever. But it wasn't really how much because I'm not used to cooking for 35 people. Yeah, I, I knew how much. Right, so you do it to taste. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, this yeah. needs more salt. Yeah. This needs, you know, less yeah. pepper. Add more other stuff to it. Yeah. But so that that was the logistics of it. And then we had today, I had a doctor's appointment, and then uh, we had private sessions. And then we've been working on some new stuff that we're going to show you guys in future videos. Um, we're going to do some how-to videos for the YouTubes. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, so it's been kind of a, I took a little nap, or I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> uh fun relaxing you know need a decompression day uh what, we got more dogs in so we don't we get one in the school right a lot what didn't we cover what was a better did, question yes exactly <laughs> and we had a unanimous request to do an advanced a uh, couple advanced schools and we made a plan on how we're going to be doing that yeah so, which we didn't even talk about today too much yeah. but yeah we're going to do yeah. so this we're actually going to change the name. How to Train Your Service Dog. The Nipo Po is too much of a mouthful. So I think it's probably going to be Service Dog Trainer School. Because that is much shorter. Mm -hmm. Thanks for everything. Thank you for coming, Carolyn. Yes, thank you. Um, Carolyn and Roma came. Uh, so that was super awesome. So yeah, we had a handful of my clients had come. And they said, we thought we knew. We don't know. <laughs> There's so much to it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're going to do it again. What we covered was everything. We talked the first day. Um, Yoris is on. Hi, Yoris. Hey, Yoris. Uh, we talked the first day about Nipopo and about the different training systems, about the positive training system, the Po, the Nipo, which is mm -hmm. the standard leash work and e-collar stuff, and about the Nipopo. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about when you're what you're looking for in your dog, that you want to look at training as a framework, not as a, my dog sat three times, move on to step two. My dog down three times, move on to step three. No, you, you need to look at the dog as a whole, what your goals are, where the dog is today, where the dog has been, where the dog will be. Mm -hmm. And you have to be ready to switch it up at a moment if you need to. So how do you do that, especially with service dogs, especially with helping owners train their service dogs? You know, what service dogs do you want to train? What, what people can you help? Um, that we usually cover the next day. But the first day was a lot of theory. Uh, we yeah. did box work because focus is a yeah. huge thing with service dogs. Mm -hmm. And I am really good at getting laser focus from my dogs. But you don't want to only get laser focus from your dogs. You need to have your dog look away. You need to work on the box to work that up as well. So focus was a big thing that we covered. Yeah. And, and some people were like, but I have great focus and my dog won't look away from me. Well, here's what you can do for that. You know, there's things that can yeah. be done. Um, and then there's things that what happens if you're out with your service dog and someone starts kitchy kitchy cooing your dog? Mm -hmm. You know, what are you going to do? Are you going to let it be? What if your dog, what if someone goes and makes kissy sounds and your dog looks to them? What happens? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what I do with my dog, but you have to go to class to find out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or make so, a donation to Hope. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, we had only had uh, five dopamine boxes, so that it was good to split up the groups of hand of working their dogs that day because of uh not having 15 dopamine boxes to have oh we still would have needed more we would have needed yeah. about 25 to 30 of yeah. them yeah because it was it was a lot of people guys um, it was awesome it was i love awesome. it yeah um and uh it, they were very appreciative on our guidance step by step on 
um, showing them how to do that. They had a lot of questions on what, what do you do with the dopamine box? And uh, we went into depth about that. We were able to demonstrate um, some dogs progressing with that. Uh, and uh, they're very eager to use the dopamine box to fix a lot of problems, a lot of uh, stress issues, um, uh, reactive issues, uh, and to, to really uh, bring up that dopamine in the dog, that, that desire to work. The heart yeah. and soul. Heart and soul. Uh, so that that was Friday. It was a yeah. lot of theory stuff, but again, it was needed, and we still worked the dogs. We still did the box work. Um, I think we did something else, but I don't remember what it was. We need to look at our notes, so I need to get a new notebook to put everything into the yeah. new notebook. I was going to put it into my bullet journal, and yeah. I think it needs its own notebook. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, so Saturday, we started with my, my questions. You know, what do you look for? How do you know the dog's going to be right? What are some big red flags? What are, you know, how do you as an able-bodied trainer work with somebody who might not be able-bodied? Or, you know, what if it's a, um, a psychiatric service dog or a medical alert service dog and the person's not in the wheelchair? How, how can you relate to that as somebody who doesn't need a service dog? And Teresa went, went over laws and all yeah. the different laws there are. There's not just the ADA. And ADA says that yeah. I can take my dog anywhere. Yeah, so, and I think that was an eye-opener for a lot of people about the differences and how, how some of these are just guidelines and, and, uh, and how to so, read, how to find the laws and how to, how to support yourself so and how you can find it. And changing and that, yeah. um, the Department of, is it Justice, is looking for input on the transportation on the airlines. Yeah, yeah, of transportation and something, is it, yeah. Yeah that this guideline is not official, that we still have, like she said, one more year to put our input out there and they use that before they make the final guideline. So, and all this yeah. about, you know, they're going to ask for certification for service dogs. It's not in what yeah. the uh, ADA, what the Department of Justice is going to be doing. Yeah. Um, and it took them how many years to, took them 20 years to redo the ADA yeah. and add the extras to it. It's going to take them another, and that was five years ago, another 15 yeah. years before they even consider it. It's a very slow moving. Yeah, it's uh, the government, guys. Changing regulation body or whatever. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. <laughs> and then Gayla said, I wish I could have made this when my guy is too little and I couldn't make it work. Next time will be in November. We're yeah. looking at the week of Veterans Day. Veterans Day weekend. Veterans Day weekend um, because November would be good. And we're looking at doing in January. Was it January? Yeah. Well, January. if we could do, yeah, November for the four-day school. school. Okay, and that's, you need to do the four-day school. And then in January, maybe doing an advanced course where we get yeah. to work on putting these together into more and better tasks. And then doing... Coupled with... Disney trip! Disney trip with public access testing. Right, public access test. Yeah. Uh, and then we're also going to do a sent one. So one, we're going to do November, January, and March. Service dog sent. So we have all three. Course, so you have to have had participated in either either courses this year, the February one or the November one, to participate yep. in the advanced scent course. Right. And, and, and so the scent is going to be so much about diabetic alert, gluten alert, um, yeah, dysautonomia pots, any yeah. sort of medical thing that you can think of that you need to do scent for. Or if you're even like, meh, I don't really care about scent, but I need it yeah. for my clients. Or I just want something fun to do with the dog. This is for you. And with the scent one, we're going to hit up Universal. Yes. So, so the scent course, is going to be Universal. Two days scent. 
here and, and then Universal, and, and where we'll also do public, public access. Access testing there as well. And then we're going to do the advanced one is going to be two days here and then Disney. And we're hoping by November we'll have some golden puppies or even uh, Doberman puppies that will be poodle able puppies. to, or poodle puppies, to show you how this looks from the get-go, from little puppies. Um, and then we had some people who didn't bring dogs, so they worked our dogs. They worked the three Goldens that we got in, the two, um, our two dogs, um, Gypsy and Rue. Uh, the three Goldens, Seth and Lucy and Ginger, they worked um, the Poodle, uh, Hades. They worked Hades, the Doodle, Victor. Victor. Mm -hmm. You know, so we had seven dogs who were Somebody available. worked Holstein. <laughs> right, so, and, you know, this, this next one, I would love it if we had a bunch of Golden puppies, mm -hmm. young Goldens. Who people could go and work one of those dogs mm -hmm. um, if they wanted to, if they want to learn on a different dog, if they want a dog who's never done it before, or maybe we'll prep them. I don't know what we'll do. I know the clicker will be charged with Dynamite. I know that. Yes, yes. We we kept emphasizing charge the clicker with Dynamite. We gave the steps on it, but until you see it, yeah, until you don't you understand it, it. They didn't really understand it, and they're very very appreciative of us stepping through, helping them hands on, showing them, and that and, and it was a big difference in their dogs and just just one these four days yeah, this, yeah these but even one days, training session was we got some of these dogs really charged on the clicker so um and really just whipping around and and exploring that was the big thing and creative um yeah. and it was really hard for some of the owners to let their dog be creative um, it was hard for some of the so, dogs to be creative yeah uh, because they're so used to just asking for guidance so on what to yep. do next so uh, yeah true that yeah, yeah. So. No, it is. It is difficult. And then uh, one of the things we wanted to, to mention to, and drive home, if we drove home anything other than Donate to Hope, what we wanted to drive home was, you know, the, the framework of Nipopo. Yes. So I'll give you we just a little bit. Emphasizing, going back, repeating. Yeah, yeah. How lazy can I be and still get this? Mm -hmm. Okay. If I have a client in a wheelchair, if I'm in a wheelchair, how can I get this behavior from my dog without having to fall out of the chair and hurt myself even more or without feeling like a total loser or failure because I'm not able to do it how you can do it. And if you tell me, for the love of God, if you tell me that you just have a magical gift with gods or with dogs, just a gift from God, I'm going to smack you upside the head. Like that's not, that doesn't help anybody if you have a magical gift with God and with dogs. Yeah. Either one, backwards, forwards, you know. I just know. I just know. You just because so I, so. One of my joke I worked with wolves, right? Because I worked with one of my joke answers was, "You just feel it inside, and you know." And that's not true. What is that, Rich? How do you know when a dog's ready for? Because magical unicorns sparkle fart at you. Oh, someone said that magical unicorns don't them. As a joke, as part of the yeah. joke, they, they they understood that what you said. They're like, "Yeah, I totally agree." Magical right. unicorns, and right? Then, um, anyway, twelve eggs. Good. See, we oh. just got a dozen new eggs, guys. We can have another party. Uh, oh, oh, don't break them. Okay. Anyway. Break the eggs. Can you take Gypsy and not in not in the house, but over there and spray off the cow poop? Because she, she rolled in cow eyes. Oh wow! Holy I cow, told that. you she was a little dirty girl. She's she super dirty. Holy cow! Oh my yeah. goodness, stinky girl. Uh, right. So we we covered a bunch of different commands and we tried to group them like positioning commands touching commands tasks uh you know yeah skills and tasks skills and tasks so yeah. you have the the basics and the advanced and the off-leash training right you have the service dog skills like under so we were really covering the skills on saturday and, and then part of sunday mm -hmm. sunday we started with talking about different equipment we um did. shoes harnesses 
We did proprioception on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yep, yeah. it was Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we did proprioception as well, which was really great because your dog needs this. And you know what mm -hmm. the greatest part was? Because I'm sure part of them might be thinking, you know, I don't understand why we're doing why proprioception. We're doing yeah. Until then, we can show how that movement is going to affect your service dog's workability mm -hmm. right and then one of them was you know we needed a, a strong core for a mobility dog how do you get a strong core proprioception work and doing this and that and the other you know it, it will help you create a thinking dog which mm -hmm. is fantastic yeah. uh so you know in different harnesses i i think it was teresa who has been around service dogs forever uh she said she i think it was her it could have been somebody else and it could have been multiple people uh you know she didn't realize that it's that's what you use that there's all these different steps that you have to go through to make sure that that harness is the right fit and the for, right purpose for your dog for your dog right so every dog is different size. Poodles have different shapes and so than Holsteins. Than, than Holsteins do. Yes. Right. So, uh, so you know, it was neat that we could we could pass around. And you know what? It wasn't like I said. It, it wasn't the Vicky and Karen show. It wasn't the Vicky, Karen, and Rich show. Um, you know, they put up their equipment and showed. They showed have worked for them. Um, we had a dog with dew claws. We had another dog with double dew claws. It's a mastermind, yeah. right? It, like I said, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, we kept things on track because I'm a control freak. Yeah. But. But it was great because, you know, what I take away from an event and then what Karen takes away from an event is different. Mm -hmm. You know, like what yeah. she hears and what I hear are different, not because, you know, like we're different, but just you're going to take away different things. But when we talk and we start putting that together and when we start contributing to that conversation, and it just balloons. And everybody contributing. Yes. Yeah. And they were, everybody was maintained excitement and interest. You didn't. They were a little tired, a little cold at some points, yes. but <laughs> but no, it worked it's out a lot so of well. Information you could see how tired they were getting on the third day, and that's why we tried to do more movement, more activities, you know. Um, yeah. And um, although we still had a lot of content to give them, so, we did, yeah, and yeah. that's that was the hard part. Is some of it I felt rushed, but we had enough time that I think you know I think we did good. I think we covered most of what we wanted to cover. Okay. There's one thing I wanted to do, and I totally forgot to do it, was to work on their timing and how to work on their timing, timing. right? And how to work on their timing better, we, and how do you we'll do, do that? that better on, on the next one? And the other thing we like uh, crutches and walkers and wheelchairs nearby, and and saying okay. You're in a wheelchair. Work your dog. I mean, now, now try to get around with your dog. For yeah, the, because you think it's those, okay yeah. having a dog, right, or a yeah. service dog. Now do a service dog in a wheelchair. Do a service dog with a walker. Do a service dog even with a cane. With a cane. Everybody's going to. We're going on a field trip. We're out two nights, and the first night, they're going to be working with mobility equipment. Yeah, and and see yeah. how that goes. See yeah. how fun that is. You know, yeah. and, and like I said, I love that everyone was able to do the CGC testing. I think that needs to be part yeah. of it every time is that yes. if you are a CGC test evaluator, you know, I mean, we, we'll have the forms. I'm not saying bring your forms, just bring your number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we think for the service dog school starts, uh, pet CPR and first aid option um, for those who want to get Every yeah. service dog handler, every service dog trainer, every dog trainer, every pet owner needs to have all the legal so, information was super important. Legal, yeah, oh, legal. Yes. Teresa was amazing with her legal. She talked two days. She talked Saturday and Monday on the legal stuff. We're not even done with, with Sunday yet, Rich. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would have been nice to be able to have, you know, just take turns using a wheelchair and see how it is. And we could have done that up at Brownwood. Yes, we could have, yeah. You know, but doing that with dinner was a little bit much. I'd also like to have... Um, with the CGC testing, if, it, if we would have eaten at Brownwood, maybe at McAllister's, that might have been a little easier. Yeah. 
but uh, I'd love to be able to do dinner like what Jackie does for Nipopo because it's such a nice. So, so we'll see a, for next time. We'll Maybe see. for advance we can do that. Yes, absolutely for advance. We'll have to evaluate how things are going for for the November um, intro course. So. So here, Lauren said, I love that we all got to have an open discussion with each other. I learned so much from everyone else that was there, too. So did I. Oh, yeah. I, yes. I picked up stuff. I'm not going to say I know everything, right? Like, no, that was fantastic. So Sunday, Monday, we started talking whenever I was sicker than a dog, kind of, um, about our public access test, about HIPS public mm -hmm. access test. And that, Tim, or Bridget had some really good ideas on what we yeah. needed to add to that test yes. to cover our bots. Yeah. So hope is coming out. We came out with our own public access test. Mm -hmm. And uh, just like the CGC, like you can print off the stuff from the website. You can have a friend run you through it, but it's not official unless you do it through an official CGC evaluator. That's what we went with hope. Now we've done public access tests for well over 10 years with mm -hmm. people, you know, and, and it would be, well, you could find this online. Well, now you can't find it anymore. Well, you can find that online. Well, you can't find that anymore. So we I've cobbled together one through the years. And it's a pretty good one. So I know at least one of the women who came is going to send me hers. I'm going to send her mine. We're going to share each other's and see what we can change, what we can add to it. Uh, because improve. a dog, yeah. yeah, right. A dog who All passes Hope's public access test doesn't mean that it's a Hope service dog. Just yeah. like if you pass the AKC CGC, it doesn't mean your dog is a AKC, AKC dog. dog. Yeah. Or an AKC, AKC champion. champion. Yeah. Right. Or even AKC registered. They don't need to be. Right. Um, to send it in, you need to have it. But you can also send it in and just get a certificate for the CGC. Right. Um, so we, we talked about the public access test. We talked about uh, medical alert dogs. We talked mobility. We talked about PTSD dogs. Those are the, the main categories of the service yeah. dogs that we do. Mm -hmm. um, we set up, Karen set up a temperament test. And she set it all up where the proprioception course was. And we had a, a bunch of uh, women. I keep wanting to say girls and that's yeah, women. Women from uh, from the Panhandle who are friends of ours. I, they uh, helped out. They were wonderful. Yep, they yeah. set up for it yeah. because uh, temperament yeah. test is a lot to do with with the dogs, yeah. and you have to do one at a time. Yeah. So we also came up with the way to make it easier on Karen next time because yeah. she had to go through and evaluate at least ten dogs. Yeah, there's least. a script that you have to do, and I'm trying to make it true. But um, no, it's it Karen. She's practicing because she goes in in three weeks and does it for the first time for one of the dog clubs. Yes. So she wanted to get some practice in so she doesn't show up saying, what's a temperament test again? <laughs> yeah. Is that one to be it's good? true. So nothing that we did so. for the AKC temperament test was official. It was None just a it. mock run through for Karen. Yeah. And to show them, if you get a dog in who might be a year old, who might be two years old, how do you evaluate this dog for service dog work? How do you evaluate a dog? You've been training for six months for service dog yeah. work. You might want to use something like the temperament test. Mm -hmm. We talked about laws again. Yes. And then uh, we did pictures. We wrapped up. We wrapped did pictures. Up, answered questions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Video clips. So yeah. one of my fun things is if you want your certificate, I get a video testimonial. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are only two people who are like, can I just have it? And I'm like, yes, you can just have it. Uh, you know, I'm not that much of an ogre, but you know, we wanted, I wanted to put together a sizzle reel to, to tell people, to show people what, what it is that we cover here, what they learned. You know what, by and large, what people learned? What? What's clicker? Clicker. Yeah. Clicker. Yeah. Clicker guys. I and, started as a clicker trainer and I wasn't yes. near as good as what I am now. Well, that, and I think the dopamine box, they were really, they really embraced the dopamine box. Did and, it. and, uh, we did. Emphasis, um, and then some 
embrace the take and hold and and the touch yeah touch and sticky oh we had bridget was here bridget does hunt dogs and so she showed us a a typical force fetch what it looks like and she's like and this is a nice force fetch you know and so we showed the unforced force fetch that we do Mm-hmm. And she loved it. And she loved being able to see just, and, and it might not be an earth shattering, oh my God, you know, the heavens just opened and called out to me. It just might be a, a key thing, a little thing that you, that you, oh mm-hmm. my gosh. And then as you review your notes, you're going to come up with another thing and another thing and another thing. And that's one of the big things that we learned from Silver School yeah. too, mm-hmm. is you have to go back. You have to hear it again because now, now you're here, right? You hear it, you're going to raise up here. You're going to hear it again. You're going to hear it again. You're going to hear it again. And each time you understand more, you know more, you learn more, you can do more. Yes. So I, I, some of the dogs, you know, we were talking about what, what the dogs were going to learn. I had a list of things that we're going to talk about. We talked about how I teach them and how Karen teaches them and how you can teach them. And so many of them are built on foundations. I don't want to say basics, but they're built on foundations. And I think they're eager to start the foundation work and and they want to come back for a more advanced once they've established their foundation work to see how do we layer on from the foundation? How do we start layering layering on uh, behavior on top of behavior on top of behavior and chunking it chunking it together and getting our ultimate task of you know so so that's that's what the advanced school is going to help that's our goal for the advanced schools the two different advanced schools to help people yeah understand take the scent track or take the mobility ptsd but, psych track psychiatric track or do both because and, you're not going to be at the same that's time. that's the reason why you have to have the foundation work first. So Yeah. So uh, if you guys are thinking, I'm interested in it, um, we might be announcing it this next week. We might wait a couple weeks to announce it. But we're looking at November over Veterans Day. Uh, and then we'll look at January and we'll look at March. But we might not announce those dates until after, too. Right. And, and, then, and uh, so the idea for the advanced courses will have theory work that units that you must complete before you come to the hands-on so um so there'll yeah. be homework that you have to do and because i do yeah. online courses mm-hmm. i can do up an online course for the yeah. the one class to turn into the two class yeah and for the one class to turn into the sent class yeah. so yeah but it's good and that's that was their suggestion and here's one of my questions was i've had requests by around a dozen people i know they were waiting for this to be over to kind of see what the feedback was but um, requests to take this on the road. And that was one of my big things when we were planning it is, can I take this on the road? And the overwhelming answer is, heck no, it is staying here. And not because I'm weird or greedy or anything else. It's because I have a disability. And that was really draining for me. And I needed my, I needed all the help I could get. So if you pay to get me out there, you're not getting Karen, you're not getting Rich, you're not getting Luke, you're not getting Lori to handle the food, you yeah. know, you're not getting Barry to help out with everything that needs helped out with, yeah. and it's it's too hard. So yeah. if you want to learn from us on how to do service dogs, currently you will have to come here. Yes. yes. Because I had it, we even had it scheduled that we had an hour for lunch, and then afterwards was something that Karen or Teresa were doing, so if I needed to, I could nap during that time. Yeah. You know, that's how yeah. it was. It yeah. We got up at 6.30, 7 o'clock. We were sliding those egg bakes in. Yeah. And pot, they were potting the dogs. So uh, so Karen and I did the egg bakes, and we were getting that stuff going. 
And by about eight o'clock, I had to lay down for about a half hour. I didn't fall asleep. It was just a rest for a half hour. Mm -hmm. So I had the energy to go on. Yeah. That wouldn't happen if we were out. I couldn't say to you at your training center, can I lay down for a few minutes? <laughs> yeah. So when you have a disability, you do have to make life changes. And this is as, as cool as it would be to be the hot in demand trainer that everybody wants to have come. Too bad you have to come here. And if yeah. we get 30 people signed up in a month, yeah. well, then you know what? We'll plan one for December. We'll do yeah. January. We'll do February. We'll do March. We'll do and we will do one a month if we need to. We but need it has to. to be here. Yeah. It's, and yeah. if you really want me um, and it's summertime, you will have to come down here and build me an air-conditioned area to come outside <laughs> of work. <laughs> I'm shameless. Yeah. Um, it's summertime, we do Universal in the middle of the summer. If you come out here and you want to meet us at Universal and, and uh, work on individual, have some private sessions, that's something we can we can yeah. work out. We'll yeah, do we it can. in the air conditioning, but we can't have a big group. We have, to, uh, it has to be small and, and intimate. Yeah. Intimate, and intimate. Yeah. And then we could do it in my house. So yes. that was one of the things we were yeah. debating is do we want to do sense school or do we want to do a small advanced school this summer and do it in the house? Do you maybe cap it honestly at 10, 10 people? Because <laughs> you can't fit more than 10 in the house. Yeah, comfortably. So, yeah. Comfortably. And, and then yeah. we could do it inside in the air conditioning, but you still have to go outside in the heat to potty your dog. Right. And, you know, yeah. then we still have to have 10 dogs in the house. So that's yeah. going to take up room. So, yeah. I mean, it's something that we're open to. But um, the only one I would go out to still, and it would just be for a small intimate thing like that in a house with you, mm -hmm. would be Jen's because she lives right by Disneyland okay. and then we could do Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> that's California. Right? <laughs> so. But yeah, yeah. that's, and, and it, like I said, it kills yeah. me because I would love to be, but then I thought too, you know, Bart and Michael, they have three places they go to. They have their place in Holland, their place in Australia, then their place here. They don't travel yeah. all over. People come to them right. because their stuff is totes worth it. Right. And you know what? This stuff is totes worth it. Yes, it is. If you're a service dog handler, if you're a service dog trainer, if you want to learn more about training service dogs for yourself or other people, this is a must do. Yeah. And not just because we charge you for it. It is a must-do. Okay. We had a couple of spots that we donated through Hope mm -hmm. um, for people so they could come and they could learn. Yes. Uh, and that was super awesome. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, and to be able to do that for our nonprofit. So Lucy, Ginger, and Seth are doing great. Uh, Lucy is currently uh, in heat, doing the bleeding part. Um, so um, we're, we're setting them up setting for bomb chicky wow wow yeah. time. Um, Lucy had a little bit of a one afternoon and, and she got over it really quick and then Saturday. Next, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then it was and the next morning she's, she's in heat. So we don't know if it was related to, but, uh, um, so if she gets knocked up the end of February, March, April, the puppies will come the end of April, May, end of June, they'll be ready to go to their yeah. puppy raiser home. So we, you know, we get some good ties with these two. Um, so they're going, we'll have ginger out here. And uh, as Candy's coming out of her heat, I have to see if she's still spotty. She's still a little swollen in the back there. Yeah. Um, so we've been having her separated. Oopsie and Django are going to be going. I think they're going to go get neutered and spayed. Oh, here's yeah. let's talk about neutering. Oh, yeah. So we were talking yeah. about this with the puppies because you're supposed to wait until the dog, a male dog, is at least a year, preferably two, to neuter him because you want mm -hmm. those growth plates to close for optimal best growth, right? For the strongest bones. Uh, you know, for the best dog, for the less problems with, um, you know, how hip joints go together and how different yeah. to two years old, mm -hmm. okay, is when they close. So when do you get them neutered? 
Um, usually people say between one and two, get an x-ray of the bone. And if it is, uh, you know, if the growth plates have closed, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. But what happens if you pediatrically neuter a dog? A pediatric neuter is just like in children is pediatric. So a child neuter. So like they'll send six, eight week puppies home already neutered, neutered. Yeah. with little tiny jelly bean dingalings. Yeah. Um, you know, then they feel bad and they overcompensate by being aggressive for the rest of their life. I'm kidding. That's not what happens, no. but it is, but it's not. <laughs> and, uh, and so what do you do? Uh, I think, you know, as we were talking about hope puppies, because mm -hmm. if they're going to be in home with the, you know, with the puppy raisers, mm -hmm. uh, they're going to need to be neutered, I think pretty soon after they come to us. So they have time to recover and then they have time to have a brain for their training. Right. So I think we're going to neuter them around a year. We might do some of it to see. But if not, then if they grow a little extra because of growth plates, yeah. that might work well too. Yeah. Um, but Django, as much as I would like to keep him intact, mm -hmm. I think we're going to see if we can get him neutered um, this week. I think I'm going to see if I can head up to a friend who's a veterinarian. It's Kayla on Friday and see if we can do Gypsy and see if we can do Django, yeah. which will be hard. But then they yeah. can come home and they can sleep and, mm -hmm. and heal and then... Um, Gypsy should be able to then come with us whenever Rich does silver school and then maybe bring Django out for gold school, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, because we'll have the cabin for gold school. Right. So that would be good for him. Yeah. We'll have a nice, yeah, the cabin area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but we talked to a client yeah. today who her vet told her not to neuter her dog until three years old. Oh, uh, and she's having such a time with him. He's a low wrong. And, yeah. and so you do not have to wait three years to neuter your dog unless, 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 unless. It's a huge dog like a Mastiff, not a low rider pity. Yeah. Smaller dogs, usually the growth plates will close faster than bigger dogs. Usually they're close by 18 months old. Now you wait. Oh, thank you. Rich came out with a leash and then he squatted by my chair. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's getting poopy dog. Okay. He's actually working finally. He's been watching movies and eating all day. No. He's been working hard. Yeah, he's been working hard. Or hardly working. <laughs> Doing, doing the work part while the fun stuff is out here and having fun. Hey, That's you know okay. what? That's okay. You, everyone, you're doing great, Vicki. Just keep doing I'm what you're doing, and you're doing wonderful. So, I love you. I love you, too. Okay. Oh, my God, Gypsy. I hope you get shampoo and don't just try to hose her. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Wait for her to fully dry. Blue coat is a cow thing. Finger turns blue like blue. a smurf. Yeah. But it, it works because it seals out all the crap. And she doesn't have fingers. She has paws mm -hmm. and toes. But that's okay. We'll, we'll let him have that one because he's going to do work and that works. Yeah. Um, so what, what did we do today? We, we did a new Lazy Susan for yeah. the scent stuff, stuff. Yeah. Um, which will make it easier for me because as we were talking mm -hmm. and teaching, Karen loves the scent stuff. She loves the medical stuff, the scent, the gluten, you know, and that's what the really nice thing is as we were getting questions you know, she answered all the medical questions yeah. because she knows this stuff. She's yeah. a professional nurse. Uh, but, you know, like I was telling her, I don't, I don't like to do scent stuff. Why? And as we're thinking about it, it's, it's fun to sit and wait them out, you know, let them discover it so they claim it as their own. But it's the up and down. It's the squatting or the bending over and coming back up. Having to move the scent tubes again. Yeah. And, um, and with the dysautonomia, yeah. I get too dizzy and I don't like it. You know, it's it's too hard. So we came up with a brilliant idea mm -hmm. to make up a Lazy Susan. So we did that with that 36-inch table and four mm -hmm. uh, four pipes on it. And we, we did a how-to video on how to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, so we have that. So that'll make my scent work a lot easier, which means I can teach all three of mine, Candy mm -hmm. and Gypsy and Django, how mm -hmm. to do gluten alerts. Right. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. which will help me hopefully not to almost want to die. Mm -hmm. uh, we did that. We also, our boxes, so we had made boxes for the dopamine box, right? Yeah. They and to work on focus. Nailed together. Yeah, so Rich Rich is an engineer, but yeah. you can see why he's a dog trainer now too, right? So he <laughs> yeah, I love him. He's the best. But he overthinks things. So he He used, tried to use wood that we had. they already had here and um wood. Or the right kind of nails. Or the right kind of nails. Because you don't have screws. So we went up today. I had a doctor's appointment, so I dragged Karen and Holstein up with me, dropped them off, then yeah. came back and picked them up after my appointment. And we went shopping, mm -hmm. and we got stuff for six boxes, six of the dopamine boxes. Yeah. So we are putting those together. They are so much more sturdy. We have sturdier wood. Um, we have screws um, with wood screws that are self-tapping, so you do not need to drill a pilot hole, which is really nice because it's half the work now, right? Yeah. You're not drilling pilot holes and then matching up again. That was one of the things that took Autumn, you know, a long time to do. Yeah. And then uh, we used wood glue to mm -hmm. seal it because we were noticing food was coming out and the washer yeah. was coming out. Yeah. Uh, so we did those, and then we are going to seal them. But to seal them, you have to wait before rain is out in the forecast. We need to let the wood glue to set up, too. It yeah. has to be fully cured. And then we're going to sand the, the overglue areas. So right. It's, it's going to be good. Uh, dopamine boxes out in between when they, you know, different food products get in them and whatnot. So, so if you feed raw, like this should be fine yeah. if you spump raw down in it. Yeah. But it's not fine now because they are falling apart, you know, yeah. and we haven't even had them all that long. No. Nope. You know? <laughs> Just for this four-day school, they've been, you know, beat up a bit. So um, so we, we're, we've got six more boxes that we're making. We'll repair the old ones and, and probably use them until they totally... Use them, hand yeah. them off to clients at yeah. no cost. <laughs> yeah. So... But, but uh, yeah, and people were flipping them upside down, using them to sit on, like little tiny mushroom houses to yeah. sit on. Because... We did our prototype uh, take and hold stand. We're going to do another one a little bit, probably a, a little bit more advanced. Um, yeah, well, we can so, edit this one a little bit edit too. This one as yeah, well. yeah, we want to do some yeah. stuff to it. We're going to probably be making some uh, uh, marker drawers and, and marker boards uh, in the next uh, couple weeks or month or so. Yeah. I know I am. Um, Vicki will come home from silver school with a, every piece of equipment that she could dream of. <laughs> so. so I can't wait for Karen to come to my house. Yeah. So Lauren yeah. says, who knows dog trainers? We would have to be carpenters too, right? I know. <laughs> well, that's, you know, usually yeah. Autumn and Rich would do it. You know, yeah. Autumn does a lot. She was here. And that was great because she works yeah. with us. She's worked with us for two years. Yeah. Well, a year um, and a half, uh, close yeah. to two years. And I said, did you enjoy it? She goes, oh my gosh, I learned so much. And everyone was so nice. And I said, I know, I loved it. There wasn't one person that I was like, God, I wish they weren't here. Like everyone, I'm like, can this go longer? And this is just always good. Always so goodness. my goal is to have all that equipment be working with dogs with it. Uh, not only do well in gold school, my everything we learn from April, from uh, Marina Ozuna's ongoing back to my workshops yeah. the best workshop and no one needs to go anywhere else but us let us show you yeah. some of the things no we were saying go to this person you need to go to that person you need to see this person um and this is why you need this for service uh, even yeah. pat stewart and yeah. canine paradigm so right yeah um, that's a great yeah. podcast yeah see pat who teaches me propose pat me and barton michael yeah yours has done a couple i think yeah. he has a couple yours scheduled has, he's got a bunch of stuff coming up uh, but and, you know and we did mention him so we did yeah we did so we mentioned him a couple times. Yeah. So, but you need to, um, 
you know, we want to set up. So we're going to set up our circuit here so we can take our dogs through it, our personal dogs. We can take our boot camp dogs through it. Our uh, hope dogs through it. Our hope dogs through it. Uh, we're going to want to send each of those puppies home with a dopamine box mm -hmm. so they can work it and work on that focus. Um, we're going to put together, we're going to edit our focus online course. course yeah. um, and we're going to add the dopamine box to it. Um, we're going to add the lookaways to it. We're going to add uh, quite yeah. a few things to it to make it a full and complete course instead yeah. of just, you know, an add on of four videos. And I Send think the, aways. Yeah. 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 And clack clacks. Send aways and clacks. Clackety clack. Don't yeah. talk back. So I'm writing down. Hold on. <laughs> I always take notes when yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. It's kind of raining. Do you hear it? Yeah. Right. It's kind of start, started just a little bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's dropped down to 68 right now. So still like 20 degrees warmer than it was uh, when we started. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, do you guys have any questions as we wrap this up here? I know it wasn't on, on the normal page. Um, it wasn't on Dream Dogs page because I could not figure out how to do that. Well, she'll share it to it. I will. And yeah. I'll share it in the different groups too. But we wanted to get it going and not go in the house and play with it. I've watched it get darker, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it is, what, 6.30? So that's not bad. It was getting dark at like yeah. 6 and that was hard. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it works out really good. Um, and, and like I said, the different things. And, and we talked one thing about strong and weak tasks. Yes. And, yeah. you know, it depends on the person. You know, sometimes a strong task for you might be a weak task for me. Mm -hmm. Um, or vice versa. No, you're not coming out, dirty girl. Oh, it looks like she's been cleaned. Yeah, Rich is really good at drying yeah. off, and yeah. he does not leave them soaking wet. He That's gets it. them where they're almost fully dry. Yeah. And That's especially great. with her coat. Like, it's easy to get candy where she's almost fully dry because she doesn't have a coat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's time to get, get working with them more, to get yeah. working with them better, to really put your money where your mouth is. You know, like, they're good enough for mm -hmm. me for service work, but why, why don't they know more? You don't have to just teach your dog things that are going to help your disability. You can teach them other things, too. Yeah. And saying, I'm busy, is never an excuse. You have five minutes to train your dog. If you don't, you shouldn't be in business. You know, get off Facebook for five minutes. Uh, you know, turn the TV on pause and go do something. Time it. Time it. Time as it for five as minutes. As we were every day, every evening, uh, the dogs that didn't get worked got worked every night. Um, yeah. And uh, some of them got worked in the morning before we got started. The ones that we knew weren't going to get worked, and then the ones that um, that we didn't work, we knew during the day. So, it's a workshop we had. Every dog got worked every day. So. Yeah. Well, that's Teresa stayed at, at the house here in Karen and Holstein's room, yeah. and then uh, Karen and Barry stayed. Um, they had a blow-up bed with a tent over it for some privacy yeah. in the living room, and then it was me and Rich and Luke. So, luckily, yeah. you know, our house is was plenty big for six new people to come and stay with us. And it was nice because then everybody's there, you know, and it wasn't, you know, oh, we're stuck in traffic or, right. you know, whatever. Like if we needed help, like they were here to help out, yeah. you know, Barry was always getting those dogs out to potty them, which was great, yeah, you was. know, sitting with them and snuggling with them if they wanted snuggles. I think he learned a lot too. And oh, he did. Yeah, he, he definitely did. He was uh, in the background supporting, but also, you know, eavesdropping here and there. Right. So... So here Gayla says, um, I've got some questions about an online course, and she'll send a message. That's perfect. Okay. And she made the popsicle jar two minutes throughout the day adds up to a lot of training. So what the popsicle jar is, how I would do it would be popsicle sticks, and you can write mm -hmm. things on them that you need to work on. Sit, 
down, calm, stay. And each one, you set the timer for two minutes. You work, you pull it up, you work on it. So yeah. I, I do, I like my index cards because I yeah. can see them from a wall and, and it's always a constant reminder to, to do something, you know, yeah. with your dog. But I like to have it divided up into what I want to teach my dog because then you're motivated, right? right? Those are your goals. Mm -hmm. What I'm working on and what my dog knows. So then I work on what I'm working on is my dog's getting it and it's getting to what he I can pull a new one mm -hmm. and a new one. And if I have stuff clustered up with, you know, these are some touch ones. These are some um, positional ones. Then mm -hmm. I know, you know, if my dog's doing great with this, this is what I can do. If my dog needs help with this, this is what I need for that mm -hmm. to happen. Yeah. But yeah, it, it works. I use Everything index, works. Index cards as well. Uh, I like the popsicle jar. That's like something I maybe I could incorporate for my husband because he, he likes does, popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might think that would be fun. <laughs> so right, yeah. So that's that's definitely easy no, and especially it. yeah. If yeah. it works for you, if you're on a walk, you know, put some popsicle sticks in your pocket and yeah. pull them out and do it, or yeah. you know, whatever, whatever yeah. works. I love it. And yeah. then you can color coat those popsicles if you want to. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. popsicle sticks are awesome, <laughs> and they don't get all bendy like index cards do. Yeah, that's true. Nor are people going to say, "What's that old index index card things written up on your wall for?" Yeah, well, they are, they are up on my wall. <laughs> they have yeah. to be. So, but yeah, this is perfect weather. Right? <laughs> it's a little cool, yeah. um, but but it is nice. Mm -hmm. Anything yeah. you want to add? In, no, it was in conclusion. Weekend. Um, it'll I'll be exhausted for a few more days. <laughs> still weaning. processing. Yeah, and... still processing, and uh, I just feel like uh, a bunch of my friends left. Right? It's always sad. It's yeah. like after Christmas. Yeah. But because everyone was so excited about coming back down, and yeah. they made it a point. Because I told them. I told yeah. them in the beginning. I said, you know, we have to find out if I can do this on the road, what you guys think about it. And they're like, keep it here. Because this location is so flipping amazing, and you have everything. I couldn't take all the proprioception stuff on the road. No. Let alone the temperament stuff, and my Karen, and my Luke, and my Ridge. Or the farm. Yeah, yeah, or the farm, so, all yeah. this property to, yeah. that we can spread out and use. The goats is a distraction and for people to enjoy. Yeah. It's an experience, just like when people bring their dogs here for boot yeah. camp. It's an experience, or I for mean, training. In the church, um, the dream dogs will be able to build a building or uh, enclose some of these areas and, and have air conditioning and more um, uh, more environments that are less dis let's have less distraction, but... I think it's until then until then we we use what we have and i i think everybody felt like they uh learned a lot uh even yeah. with the outdoor distraction type stuff right and and i think nobody um, gave me a hard time about it which was nice yeah i think the struggle helped them learn so, so uh, Jen's on now. Is, yeah. So Jen says, I've got property. I have toys and props and stuff. So Jen, yours yeah. is the only one that we would probably go to because I've had about a dozen people yeah. asking yeah. Um, just because of Disneyland too. <laughs> you know the way to my heart, girl. Um, but yeah, it would have to be me and Karen um, together yeah. to come. And, uh, you know, we could we could figure things out, Jen. So I know your health is also a little touchy. Um, so, you know, whenever you're ready for it, um, to plan it, you let me know. We're going to be doing November, January, and March here mm -hmm. with our, um, service dog trainer school. We're going to rename it. I might be renaming the podcast too yeah. in the online course because me likey. Yeah. We just have to throw a new popo in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, we're going to do, uh, you know, like I said, people who have years and years of experience, they learned mm -hmm. people brand new yes. and they were learning. Yes. Like I loved it. All age groups, all, all, um, levels of. Uh, experience uh, yeah. said that they they 
they were able to bring you know get more than one thing and I'll you know they were just drowning in information and they were yep. excited about applying and and getting started doing more with dogs they have at home and other clients and whatnot so yeah um, and so that's and it's something huge yeah. you know people around the country around the world have disabilities right it's not just in florida yeah. and people who have you can't own or train your own service dog you can it's totally legal to own or train your own service dog here's the problem most owners don't even know how to get their dog to sit yeah. on reflex response which means the first time period and your dog does it as in a right. reflex as in if i would go like this to karen and she'd like shoot my hand out of the way like <laughs> in a reflex not even yeah. thinking about it most owners can't not get their dog to sit without you know 20 yeah. snaps and a couple cookies to get them warmed up and yeah. pushing down on the button saying see i got them to sit uh, let alone teach them uh, basic advanced off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, and service dog tasks yeah. to help them out. Yeah. Is there any wonder why so many dogs are washed out? And then you have the whole tool debate that you get into. We talk tools. Let alone do all this with heart and soul. Yeah. And be eager to work every time. Yeah. You know? So Eager, willing, yeah. able, ready. Yeah. All of it. All we of want. It. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we want, we want amazing. We want totally awesome. And we can help you get there. I'd love to become a service dog trainer. Yeah, we had some people who, you know, who this was the new and they're like, that might work. You know, where do you get started? This is where you get started. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Charlie. This is where you get started. Um, you know, there's there's others who who do service dog ones. I, I don't go to them. Like, I go to mine because I can't not go to mine. Um, but we go to a lot of different workshops we do and uh and we take so, the good and we yeah. leave the bad we yeah. take them both and there you yeah. have the facts of life <laughs> facts of so, life. uh you know so go to as many workshops as as you can especially for service dogs especially yeah. for service dogs because the laws what everybody does is gonna you know you can also get where you're just going to workshop after workshop after workshop and you don't know how to apply it right. or which one's the best or how to do it for this i like to be here's my philosophy on dog training how lazy can I be and still get this done? Mm -hmm. um, one thing people would ask us questions and my mm -hmm. answer is, well, this is what I tell people, but this is what I do because I'm lazy when it comes yep. to it. I'm not, yep. I'm not, I jump steps all the time with my dogs and with the dogs I'm training mm -hmm. and it works because I know what to look for and I know how to fix things if it needs to be fixed, right? Yeah. Not everybody can do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that it's because I have a, a you know, I've been blessed with a gift by God. Nope. I'm saying because I've worked with thousands and thousands and thousands of dogs I know what's going on sometimes, and sometimes I don't. Sometimes the disability is making me foggy-headed. Mm -hmm. Aggressive dogs a lot more than I work with the aggressive dogs. Mm -hmm. Is sometimes your body puts off something. Yeah, I don't know what they're putting off that my dogs are alerting on. I assume it's cortisone, but you never know. Could be, yeah. You know, and I'm not going to take that risk with an aggressive dog saying, oh, there's something weird there. Yeah. Something weird all over. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was fantastic. And if you look on the website right now, you will not find anything because we have not um, put it up yet. Will you be going to Nipopo in March? Yes. Rich is signed up to go and I am going as well. Mm -hmm. So Karen is staying here at the house with the Goldens, yeah. um, except for Gypsy, who's probably coming with me. I'm going to gold school in April. And then uh, so it's a two week gold school yep. in April. And so she's going to one of the weeks and then she's going to go to Marina Azuna again. Yep. I'm going to both weeks in April. And then I'll be going to Gold School in July with Rich. Yep. So yeah, Rich so. And, and Karen are going. Depending, mm -hmm. depending a lot of things, I might go, but it might be one that I wait here too. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Luke stay here, get on and come out and help out while we're here. And uh, because summer for me is always an issue. Yeah, so. 
And, you know, I know Missouri summer is going to be much easier than Florida summer. But and it's still summer. But it's still summer. Yeah. So the more you do it, the better it is. So that'll give me, this will be my third uh, silver school. Um, those two weeks in April will be my second and third weeks of doing gold school. Yep. So then I'll have three weeks of silver plus three of yep. training with Bart and Michael. Yep. Plus the fact that, you know, Michael's one of my BFFs and we, we chat. So, yeah. so is Jackie. And then after that, we know we're all going to IACP. And, in September, yeah, or September, end of September. End of September. And then we're going to be back here in November. Yep. So summer. Yeah. And then golden puppies. Golden puppies. Hopefully and poodle and Doberman puppies. Yeah. We're going to be busy with the puppies and the... And, and that'll and, cut down on the yeah. workshops that we do afterwards, too, because yeah. we have to know, like, Rich and I can't go together on the ground. Yeah, it's going to be... Pro yeah, the whole group of us can't go because some, some somebody has to stay back managing the puppies and, puppies. and, and whatnot. And if you've not seen roly-poly golden retriever puppies in a while, oh my goodness, Google them because they are the cutest things in the world. And whenever they are born, yeah. and it'll be a donate to hope button on them. Yeah. So we'll have, you know, when, when we know somebody's pregnant, we'll let y'all know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So. And so in the meantime, guys, as we wrap up here... Like, rate, share, subscribe, right? If you got value donate. from this, yeah, donate to Hope Service Dogs. You can go to our website, it's hopeservicedogs.org. Um, there is donate button. You can buy a t-shirt and help a dog. Um, you can sign up for our Patreon. Uh, I'm going to add the link. It's not up there yet. If you're interested in one of the Dream Dog or the Hope Hands-Free Leashes, mm -hmm. um, you let us know and I will send you Kristen's information. And you can get online and you can order it. She has an Etsy shop. Alpha Apparel, I believe is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Alpha Apparel. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, I'm going to put the link up on there. If you shop on Amazon, go to Amazon Smile, which is smile.amazon.com, and make your charity Hope Service Dogs in Sumterville, Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, that every little bit helps, you know, the thousand dollars that we raised this weekend, I'm excited mm -hmm. about, um, because it was awesome. Yeah. And the only thing I know that we're probably going to come up and do, and, um, that we're going to probably hold here in May with probably a CPR first aid yes. course. Um, we don't know exact dates yet, but it would probably be here at the ranch in May. And yeah. It'd be indoors. And, uh, um, so and it's no dogs no it's dogs. just service dogs but you know what yeah. it's three hours guys yeah it's just a three-hour course and for local people so yeah or not so local or, if you want to come yeah, if you want to come so and then uh, karen can travel for it but you just have to pay her travel right. okay and it's weird with the with the money stuff you know it might not work out and that's fine she won't be offended just get yourself cpr certified through yeah. her organization because she does research guys ask which one she does go ahead and message her message me and i'll send it over to her um because you know we want you guys to to have that and you know to do the best and then just make a donation to hope on your own yeah um but yeah so we have that going like rate share subscribe share it with a friend tell everybody um you know it's awesome hope service dogs.org hope mm -hmm. service dogs with an s dot org um or dream k9 d-r-e-a-m dream the letter k the number nine dot com that is my other business that supports hope service dogs mm -hmm. um but yeah any questions you guys know where to find us i hope you have a fantastic week because i will see you next one let's say bye bye <laughs> don't forget to give us that five star rating for our podcast subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to tell your friends